traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. RPT, new jingle on the way. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. What's up, Big Don? What's going on, everybody? Uh, turn my headphones up, man. You already know, oh, bro. Oh, my bad, my bad. We be doing a sound check while we record. <clears throat> Uh, we're going to need a, a rooster sound effect okay. moving forward. So sometimes, you know, when I give like a, um, you know, just drop a truth bomb, bro. Yes. Das. Yes. It's all about truth bombs, right? 2023 is all about truth. Tasty AF truth bombs. Uh, happy new year, brother. Um, happy new year. Dog, guess what we watched last night? Uh, died suddenly again. Mm-mm. Okay. On HBO, they have a documentary. It's, it's called uh, Running with Beto. No. And this is around the time I think I met him. <clears throat> like, I think when he was going up against Ted Cruz. Uh-huh. So that's when he was running for senator. I can't remember how many years ago that was. But uh, it was... 16, 18 at least. Okay. 18, 18. So that was in 2018. All right. So we're like, man, we don't want to see this gun-grabbing-ass bullshit. And then we're like, you know what? We got to study how, you know, how culture is shaped with good editing and good music mm-hmm. and a good story. Humans love narrative. Right. Humans love narrative. We're wired that way. When it, when we were, uh, you know, allegedly, I don't know if we were like fucking cavemen like that, but let's just say we were more primitive people and there, you were on a campfire. You, you might be in a teepee. You might be in a cave, just depending on how far back you want to go. If one of the people in your crew, whether that's fellow caveman or, or Comanche or whatever, yeah. right? Just raza puro azteca, way, Apocalypto. You out there, apocalypto and shit in the Mexican Mayan jungle. And if one of the people goes out and like gets scrapped, uh, scratched by a, a jaguar and you come back with a fucking poisonous frog and y'all off to put an arrow and just fucking hit that shit, hit the frog, hit some of that frog puss. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that frog juice, that Amazon of juice, and you just get high as fuck, and you backdoor with some peyote. Mm. So if one of the people comes back to the campfire with some meat or something, or a skin or a scar, motherfucker, we want to hear this story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You fucking, you draw that shit on the side of the cave. So, I mean, we're wired for narrative. So we're watching the Beto Rourke thing, right? <clears throat> I highly recommend. Everybody, go do the homework and just watch how the the narrative was being shaped. Mm-hmm. That ready? This is the narrative I picked up. Texas is a battleground state. Texas is about to be. It's damn near eventually due to demographics or right. whatever. About to be blue pretty soon. The narrative is we have this Kennedy esque, although flawed, right? Because he's able to address. You know, when I was really young, I made a big mistake. I was a DUI. You know, that's very, you know, this part of my life, but I've grown from that. You know, he having to address this shit. So his little team probably was like, all right, everybody brainstorm answers. They're going to ask him about the fucking DUI. All right, Susie, get up there. Um, This was a dark period. You know, nah, uh, bitch, don't say dark. Next. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I was young and dumb. Okay, you get, we getting warmer. Billy, get up there. You know, this is, and basically the narrative is, you know, Texas is battleground. It's going to be blue. This guy is Kennedy-esque. He has some flaws. You know, he has some things he needed to address and explain. Um, but, bro, si no se ponen las pilas, like, like, the way I look at it now, like, I look at it like, okay, the biggest danger is he done, he done said he's against the Second Amendment, but not in those words. Well, we need to reform, right? Because what politicians are able to do is use these undefined terms, gun reform. Oh, so, you you know, you constantly have to, hold on, like dissect. Well, well, that sounds great. Everybody's about to cry. They're clapping. They love it. Everybody in this town hall in this little county because they show him in his car going county to county. You know, he's fucking skateboarding toe. 
You know, you get to see his wife, his kids. You know, you get you get to see the, the nice DC house. They got the the crib in DC, motherfucker. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Don't think he always in El Paso. You nah. Chico Town, Aquis Tamos, Nosotros, Saramos. I haven't you seen know. any videos of him with all the, uh, I mean, have you seen El Paso lately with all the oh, migrants? It looks like a, I mean, just saying third world country. Well, as a brown person. As brown people, we, yes. We have the, yes, as brown people, we have the burden of you don't want to seem like you a self-loathing co- right. coconut, you know. <laughs> los, los, los cocos. El coco rayado lo quiero yo. Oh, that's such a jam. Yeah, super jamming. So, um. The main thing about it, bro, the reason I'm saying, like, bro, this shit is homework, dog, because they're creating culture. Mm-hmm. I love that you see it that way, too. Of course. They're creating culture. I mean, come on, bro. You think, you know what I mean? Like, where's the Ted Cruz documentary? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Humanizing him and showing him, you know, kissing his kids on the forehead, making, making breakfast, bro. What if, here, Nancy, what if Nancy Pelosi's daughter also shot Beto O'Rourke's documentary? Because Nancy's, I want to watch Nancy's, and then I'm going to watch Bethel's. Oh, man, I ain't, I ain't had time to see that. But basically, it's all going to be framed as, like, how could you hate this Bethel guy? If you watch it, you, you know, some things stick out. It's like, bro, some people are extremely passionate. Like, one lady was, she put a whole sign on her roof that was like, Bethel for Texas. And people were door knocking. When you see the amount of people they had on the phones, these young college kids... Don't be in your little right wing bubble. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't just don't get it fucked up. Don't think just because it's Texas, like it's all rural and it's all red and it's all Montgomery County and whatever. It's not. It's not all like that. Yeah. It's a lot of it is, you know, God willing, most. Yeah, it's a lot of it. But unfortunately, it's like it's more red as far as counties, but it's less of the ones that are so populated, you know, dense like Houston, like Harris County. The cities, bro. Yeah. So. He had so many people knocking on doors, canvassing, phone bank, and they were fired up. These motherfuckers were proud to be wearing their Beto shirts, and you know, they're here. They hear him speak. They were they're canvassing. They're knocking on doors. They're um, they're fired up. They're energetic, and you know, some of them had blue hair. Of course, some of them yeah, had yeah. purple hair. Some of them had all identity stuff going on, and some probably weren't economics aces were there any like recurring themes you noticed with the people that were canvassing with him or even the people that were talking to <clears throat> honestly bro um i think there were people who um are a little afraid of what the you know ted cruises of the world stand for in their minds mm-hmm. and what they re- they're gonna take your rights they're gonna take your rights okay all right you get these you know, they don't like to see diversity. They don't like to see this type of, uh, you know, love is love. And, you know, I think they were all, you know, I'm not a mind reader, but a lot of them were coming from a good place of like, we just want to move the country in the right direction. We want, like, uh, rest in peace. It's the senor. Um, he was uh, in the civil rights movement. Uh, what's his name? John. I think he was a congressman. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember his name either. Man, it's escaping me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know his face, and just right now, it, it's escaping me the name. But um, I, man, it's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, he said like they had his little portion of like him at Was a it pep- John Lewis. Yes. Okay. Yes. So they had a little part of him on there, like um, doing like one of the pep rallies and saying the things and firing the people up, and and we cannot go back. We want to go forward what does that mean yeah forward how more swamp you know somebody that's on the right or you know you know roll with q and everything else they probably like bro y'all are the fucking y'all normalize weird shit (laughs) culturally y'all are too extreme y'all way too on some globalist shit you know where's the money flowing um they really want a social credit score too I mean, they wanted to pass the, the jab passport. Yeah. But anyway, my point is, you know, we diving into this episode. My point is, make sure you um, check out some of the culture because it's very impressive. Like, it is a powerful weapon to drop a documentary on HBO that's edited and it's slick and it got the music. And of course, I'm looking at it like, bro, come on, you telling me. You really driving yourself every. You're your own assistant, like a motherfucker. And the way it's edited, 
is they show him like, hey, get the cell phone. I, I, I've made a decision. I'm running. I'm running for go live. And it's like, bloop, it's like five people watching. That's how they they're mm-hmm. telling the story. Obviously, mid doc, we're here, and now he's sweaty. Mm-hmm. Now he got the little armpit sweat, and he uh, we're in the humidity. We're here. We're in downtown Houston, da da da, in Los Altos, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? We cannot, you know. And then a, and then um, was it Santa Fe Springs or something, or one of the school shootings right. happened? Mm-hmm. So now some of those kids were were staging um, instead of sit-ins, I think they were calling them die-ins, where they lay on the ground and shit oh, with a little piece of paper that represents like basically take Rob's guns away and Chingo everybody else so that the schools so the schools could be safe. Oh come on! So obviously. Somebody, like on some debate shit, somebody could be like, oh, you conflating stuff. Like, what exactly is your plan? Because we don't want to see school shootings either. Can we talk about security? Oh, this motherfucker want to say we need more guns. Oh. What's crazy is that I don't think those people that get on TV are like the people that we should be talking to this stuff about. You know what I mean? Like when you have a town hall on like CNN or whatever, and these people are have they have an audience and they're talking to a couple of people and they're like, well, we should definitely take out all weapons away and you know school safe, safe you know free zones. What are, the, what are those signs uh, say? Gun gun, gun free, free zones, zones right? All that kind of stuff. I think rational people, like most people that you probably talk to in your community, can have a, a like a civilized conversation about like, yeah, we should probably figure this out. I don't think that taking away all weapons is probably the answer. But man, TV, and you could attest to this, how much more impactful or influential has TV become when it comes to young minds? Has it always been the same? Am I tripping? Or has it become way more propagandized? I think think young minds have always been impressionable. Yeah, for sure. So whether that's somebody getting sex traffic off of TikTok, like some little DM, oh, you in a fucked up home, but you know, you know, Big Rodney Mm -hmm. gonna take you shopping. Big Rodney. You know what I'm saying? Big Rodney, go, hop up in the lack. You come through oh, you, say, oh, oh, your daddy ain't got a lack. Mm. Next thing you know, you out there, you know what I mean? He's just waiting for you to turn 18. Mm. Put you on the stroll. You ain't making me enough money right now, you over here just doing little $20 jack-offs. <laughs> ain't no money in $20 jack-offs. HJs? Who's looking for HJs these $20 days? jack peaches? What? $20 jack-offs? Yeah, dude, a little more than that. They had a prostitute on Isaiah Carey, and he was like, this was peaches. <laughs> uh, you know, peaches, this, you know, this my block. And she like, I do. I got my return clientele. She like, I just did a uh, $20 jack-off. <laughs> she like, he my regular. He, he quick, though. So it's worth my time. You know, damn. You know, the little twenty dollar jack off. And uh, how many of those can you do a day, Peaches? I'm watching this thing. I'm like, boy, people been overpaying for the jack offs. <laughs> Peaches out here stepping on toes. Pero mira, long story short, bro, they literally. Oh my god, the storytelling. The narrative was amazing. They made this dude look like a rock star because he kind of fucking was. To some people, he was. No, he, yeah. no, I mean, he was to a lot of people. I mean, I was at the rally. Chameleonaire yeah. was there. Bum B was there. Marisol asked Bum B, Bum, when you going to run? Mm. I was like, you know you want to run for something. He's like, oh, well, you know, I like to be more, you know. Mm. <laughs> I, I like the people that, you know. But anyway, um, UGK for life. No, I'm talking about we ain't tripping. Hey. It's the, so... We were there. I mean, I saw him speak. Come in there was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker speak like Obama. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, yeah, this motherfucker could speak. Um, definitely on some fucking nah, nah, nah. <clears throat> and, and my point is he was a rock star because supposedly he was kind of like unknown outside of El Paso. He was just kind of like local Congress guy for, for I don't know if he started in city council. City council Obviously, yeah. his dad was like a district attorney judge you know mm-hmm. motherfuckers always in politics and uh he was trying to get down like oh kennedy joe and um so it's like a rock band and supposedly you know he has punk rock boots uh roots right. he used to play in a band so he went gorilla style he definitely did he outraised Ted Cruz. People were spending $40. He was getting like regular people. He kept bragging about he don't take no PAC money. No political action what is it? Committee? Yeah. Uh, he wasn't taking none of that shit. He was taking the bulk of his donation were like $44 donations. By the time he got the momentum and he went from uh, Congress guy, stays in D.C. 
and he's kind of like the El Paso cat, and don't nobody really know him like that. Boy, he started being good at media, being good at social media. He said, you know what, Ted, you could try to uh, target who you want. I'm going after the college kids. And next thing you know, the momentum is rolling like a hot new artist, like a band that's popping. And he's this little bit bigger venues, a little bit more demand, a little bit more merch, a little bit more donations, mm. bigger stages. And the conversation at the time was, can Bethel pull it off? Can Texas go blue? Uh, does Ted Cruz have what it takes? I ain't seen no Ted Cruz documentary. No, no, but you know what? I see Ted at Waterberg on the skateboard. It's funny because you were like, you know, you said he's a he was a rock star to a lot of people, and I said some people, right? Yeah. In that particular, so that when they did the 20, 2018 with him and Ted Cruz, right? That was when it was super, super close, right? Mm -hmm. He lost to Ted Cruz by like two points, and then we he announced for governor. I said from the beginning, we can go back somewhere in the podcast, and I'm like, man, this dude's gonna fizzle out and fly out of the air and just crash, you know, like you know, plane that's been shot out of the air. And uh, what happened was the same thing. I mean, that did happen. Like, it wasn't even close to what it was in 2018. He lost by over a million votes when it came to the governor against Greg Abbott. So what happened to the rock stardom that we thought everyone was seeing throughout this campaign trail? Yeah, he lost for president, too. Oh, yeah. And that that wasn't even close. Yeah. Um, he was one of the 25 people they had up there. Yeah. But basically, I mean, to... to how could you imagine that he could have gotten as big as he did being the anti-gun guy in Texas? Exactly. Yeah, but they still want you to believe that Texas is super close to becoming a purple or a blue state. It's purple already, but you know what I mean? But, but my point is, he did have a lot of following. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of Beto signs and stickers. And how could he be that big being the anti-gun guy Mr. Hell yes, we're coming for your AR-15s. Well, places that already have strict uh, almost uh, like abysmal gun laws that people like start to say, you know what, I'm going to make more out of here. It's gotten a little too crazy. Where do they typically go? They go to Florida, they go to Texas, right? These states yeah. where it's not like that, but they still take with them. And we've heard this forever. Like, yeah. don't bring, keep your politics in California, keep it in New York or whatever. Yeah. And they come here and they're like, maybe I can interject a little bit of my Cali, New York mm -hmm. politics just to make it <clears throat> feel a little bit like home and maybe it won't get as bad. Like, they want this utopia still. Yeah. Right? Would you agree? Yeah. And I think we're, I think we're like looking at this shit from two different, um, it's almost like, I feel like you're saying, He's not. He's a perpetual loser. He is. He's not going to win. He's not. And he doesn't really have that many fans. Absolutely. Okay. What I'm saying is, don't underestimate the power of narrative. Mm -hmm. There's always a school shooting somewhere. That's when he, that's his time to shine. Pops out of the fucking woodwork. As soon as it's a mass shooting, honey. I'll be back. Where's the denim? Give me my denim. Give me my Spray some sweat on that motherfucker. <laughs> Put some sweat. You know I can't be out here looking like I ain't hard working. And um, don't underestimate the amount of woke mind virus college kids like people that just kind of are gonna get bamboozled like you know you know we haven't really seen um some grandiose example of like like he hasn't been governor like we can't see like well look at how that state went to shit or mm -hmm. all he did was put more fucking windmills but like basically don't underestimate the power of culture um oh it's the most important yeah because you know, I'm not saying all of a sudden he's going to be more popular, but it's like, don't sleep on these documentaries because not everybody listens to RPT. A lot of people do just sit at home and couch surf and they believe the news and they still believe like, I'll give you an example. How much fake news is there? In the nutrition, uh, like when it comes to the food pyramid, how much misinformation, 95% of it. like how much misinformation is like eggs are bad for you. The egg yolk is bad because it's cholesterol. Um, Don't eat bacon. Red meat is bad. Mm -hmm. Butter is bad. Uh, eating meat, animals mm -hmm. are bad. Uh, they told you all this. And uh, my uh, my mother-in-law, she brought some KFC. Know what I'm talking about? Mm. Un poquito del viejito. The colonel. El viejito. She pulled up. Know what I'm talking about? That original recipe. She was like, I told him, grill. I guess. And... Um, Buku biscuits mm, with the mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's them. Them mashed potatoes. You know, Something about it, it though. Ain't nothing to write home about. In my opinion. They're just like fast food, run of the mill. 
mass produce mashed potato. I don't know. Maybe people okay. are like, but with bro. the biscuits, like the, that combination of their biscuit but and they, mashed potatoes. I don't know why them biscuits were a little stale. They ain't got shit on the churches with the honey biscuit. What uh, Popeyes? No, not them KFC biscuits. I had. I wasn't impressed. But on a, on a regular basis, like if it was like a, on a Popeyes? day that it hit, no, like Popeyes. Ver, yeah, versus KFC. Yeah. Well, how you feel about uh, KFC versus Popeyes? Oh, KFC all the um, way. Biscuits. I, I to me, I like KFC biscuits at the top. And then I would wow. give it to Popeyes, and then I'd give it to churches. Okay. Hmm. All right. How, what's your order? I thought Popeyes biscuits go extra ham. And then churches. And then KFC. Yeah, I went impressed with them biscuits. Oh, damn, bro. they did you dirty then. Yeah, they must have been stale. Maybe I don't know. But I, churches I, does have some big ass biscuits too. That honey on the mm. biscuits hit. Anyway, uh, jingles fast. I'm all over the place right now today. But um, well, no, you culture. Oh, oh, oh food. KFC. Mm-hmm. My sister-in-law, she served my daughter, uh, my my four-year-old. She put a little piece of chicken on her plate, and she starts taking off all the skin. Mm. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like... YouTube.com, RPT Studios. She was like, it, it clogs, it, it'll clog your arteries, like telling us. And we were like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? You might as well be like, what you doing with all the, fl- the skin? You know, I'm, the way I look at it is, that's part of the animal. People been eating skin for my fucking millennia, years, a millennia. So there's all these other factors as to well, why didn't they fucking all have heart attacks back in the day when they used to make little fresh tamales off of the, the whole bird and you know motherfuckers is eating bison heart and shit. Ah, fucking chingue sangre. Ah, 1883 type shit. Take your boo out hunting anyway. And we're, and I'm like, whoa, what you doing? She's like, that's where all the um, it'll clog your arteries. Now, I'm not an expert on like, I mean, chances are it's like, yeah, bro, she's probably right. It's a shit ton of calories, whatever, whatever. I'm not an expert on what kind of oil they use. So my thing is the real dangers are like seed oils, soy, those types of things. Those are the real dangers, not animals. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, these motherfucking KFC birds, these probably ain't free range. Like from the jump, you already not dealing with some grass, you know, not chickens ain't grass fed, but like. Like some more natural rancher shit where they're healthy. Higher quality. They look, for example, that cow we got in that freezer, mm-hmm. them cows, bro, live better than us. Oh, they get massaged. I mean, them, them cows, they probably don't they massage them. They get sung them. to. Bro, they, they wake up to sunsets. They go to bed to sunsets. They're out. They, they're scenery. All right, this particular cow was out there probably like in the Victoria, Texas okay. area. But like, yeah. it's just like a postcard. It's just grass. It's out in the country. I mean... It's sunsets and Peaceful shit. Peaceful and quiet. I'm, and I, told, I was telling my daughter that. I'm like, they're not looking at this all day. Traffic and graffiti. <laughs> they're not looking at traffic and graffiti all day. They don't open up the mail, see a bunch of bills. Now, they're going to die before us. Of course. You know, they're going to get ate up. Yeah. But for the most part, all they know is they're not looking in the, in the mail, seeing a bunch of fucking chingo de spam, junk mail, fucking cupones and... Bed Bath and Beyond, your previous owner, you getting your neighbor's mail. Now you gotta go talk to your neighbor. When they go to the corner of the street, they don't see the bums with the Santa hats sitting over here, just kind of chilling in the Yeah, Santa they don't hats. be seeing prostitution go down, uh, uh alcoholics chilling in front of the store, nine AM. So what happened? Did you did she just did y'all I, drop I, the subject? I basically or? was like, No, 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 stop. Leave it leave the skin on there. Right? Because more than anything, my child needs calories. Yeah. Right? They they get into this picky eater shit and then uh, the babysitter's giving them some little sweets and stuff, and then they want—they always want their little chocolate reward, and and it's like they already got enough sugar mm-hmm. and junk and like processed crackers, and the Danimals is processed. That got sugar in it. The Danimals, and you over here trip—you tripping over fat and protein, right? Obviously, it's a lot of fat in there, right? I don't know what kind of oil they use, but um, you know that back in the day, McDonald's fries used to be cooked in beef tallow. The fat of the beef. No, I don't think I knew that. Back back in the day. Then there was a rich man with a lot of money, and he decided to, I guess he had some heart issues. He decided to target McDonald's fries, and then he spent a bunch of money on a campaign with billboards and ads and newspaper ads and stuff to basically pressure them and affect public opinion. It goes back to the Bethel yeah. Rourke. Mm-hmm. To the point where McDonald's said, all right, we're no longer using beef tallow. We're switching to some fucking vegetable oil or some peanut oil. I can't remember what they use, but it's like not as good for you, bro. Beef tallow, 
that I got that shit at the house. I got jars. I Ooh. rendered it. I rendered it. Okay. Grass fed. Hitting that survival channel in the Discord. I mean, you got to have your boo cool calories case, you know, shit hit the fan. Yeah. So uh, to go back to that doc real quick, I, I think when you said, I think you and I are looking at it from different perspe- perspectives. What, the way I always look at it with him is that... I mean, I know he keep losing. I'm not saying... No, no, I know. Oh, he's a winner, Rob. <laughs> no, you no, just no, don't no. see it. But, look, but the, the, the impact of those documentaries are like, let's keep this in the barrel in case like this guy does something again. Like, let's try to get more people on his side, right? Let's use the power of cinema and the power of editing and a really good doc. Don't make him look like a typical corrupt politician. Exactly. Part of the swamp. Yeah. Make him look like he's he's out there and he's with the young people and he's on the college campus. He's for you. He's for yeah. the little people. B- Bun B's here. Yeah, exactly. Commander's back there. Right. Chico like, Bling's here. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm true. down with La Raza. <laughs> and you can't make him seem weak at all, right? But in reality, you go to 2018, 4 million, just over 4 million votes. 2022, uh, half, so he, he misses that by 500, half a million. He loses altogether to Abbott by over a million. I mean, that, that, so, they, they see that trend okay. going down. They're trying to keep him up a little bit. Like, keep that volleyball in the air a little bit, right? Okay. The beach ball. For example, does Bernie have a following? I would guess he still for sure has a following. So there's Bernie. There's people that he appeals to. Yeah. The idea. Yeah. So number two, does Bernie have a following? Yes. Okay. You know, Bernie don't be winning everything. Nothing. He's still in the mix. Yeah. Like Beto still probably could raise money. He is probably raising money, could still raise some more money. Well, he sees Bernie. He's like, I could be Bernie. I could be making money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's going to be president. No, no, no. I'm saying don't underestimate how many people he appeals to a lot of people ain't pro-gun bro yeah a lot of people have never handled a gun they're not familiar they're not confident they're afraid of guns they see guns as they, like every time there's a mass shooting they think oh, it's just because there's all this open carry like meanwhile my friends give me lasers for my guns they're like hey man merry yes, christmas i'm like bo- sweet here's a scope my g <laughs> um you ain't necessarily gotta pull up you could be lay down far and you pull up. That's right. You, you spinning the block from another block. Uh, <laughs> you got 16 switches and you ain't talking about a low low. <laughs> anyway. Um, Don't underestimate. Yeah, basically, man, like what I'm saying is he still has political capital. He still has clout. Um, you know, and there's a lot of people who every time there's a mass shooting it, or you tell them about the crime. Like you, t- if you tell people, hey, man. Stay, make sure you have something in your house only because, I mean, there's carjackings. You got to be alert. They'll just say, yeah, it's all those open carry people. Mm. Or they might say, have like bad economic ideas. Like they get sold on bad economic ideas because it's not in politicians' best interest to be an economics professor and tell you what, uh uh-oh, the unexpected consequences. Whoops, it sounded like a good idea at the time. Sorry. By then, they done fucking... Oh, they're on to the next scam. Yeah. Anyway. What did your wife think about it all while y'all were watching it? I mean, she was just like, so he's just going to keep losing? <laughs> Basically, you know. Uh, but you also see how passionate people... When I mean, people borderline about to get Bethel tattoos, they're going out of their way to door knock. They make sure the car has the sticker on it. And sure, that he might keep losing. And there's not as many, like, gun-loving, freedom-loving... Like, well, Ted's our guy. Fuck yeah. it. We vote for Ted. Fuck yeah. it. He ain't got no documentary, but guess what? Sticking with Red. You know, fuck it. He, he might wear Dockers and shit. He don't skateboard. <laughs> but vote fuck Red. It. You know, we got to keep for these uh, that I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to watch them. Add it to my list. And um, There's a segment where they debate, where they show parts of the debate. From that year? And they're like, his team is, uh, yeah, uh-huh. they're up on the stage, and his team is uh, backstage, and they're just like, oh. like, you know, and then he said something. Oh, he said, and you know what? The president is right. Donald Trump called you lying Ted to your face. And he's not lying. He started grabbing the air and shit. So, oh, damn, how many times did he do that? Yeah, and, uh, and then he came backstage and like, ah, they're like, dude, high five. You they're got like, him, bro. They're like, dude, you literally called him. You took, dude, you weaponized what his own team said about him and you're like that's why you are lying Ted you know so I don't remember that debate because it's been a hot ass minute but since you just saw it at least pieces of it from that doc how do you compare it to what he did versus Abbott in 2022 uh how did I compare the how debate d- remember the debate that they did in San oh, Antonio just they, them two he already had some of those techniques of like you know um 
the way he how he was on the offense. Yeah, and just kind of back the opponent into a wall by throwing a bunch of shit at him. And so he got a lot of media spin. That's another thing, bro. This one thing you can't deny, even though the media is like pretty biased, fake, and but they were ha- he was having dude. He became a new story. They he made it in the rumor mill for that week mm-hmm. or that little psh, that little flash in the pan, right? Because the news cycles like this. And basically, they were like, oh, come guns blazing. He called him Lion Ted. So they wanted to talk to him about like, yo, that little move you did, how, how you do that? And is that, is that how you, because Ted Cruz was running mudslinging ads on him. Yeah. Editing with black and white. Beto's unsafe for tax. Beto wants to take your guns. And then they'll have his quotes and they're using his words against him. Same thing Abbott was able to do. Mm-hmm. Because those strikes are always against him. It's like, motherfucker, you said. You said those things. So, um... Motherfucker, you said oh, those things. So when he, when they asked him, hey, the Lion Ted thing, he said, you know what? I'm going to take the high road, and that's not the type of campaign I want to run. So he made a decision to be like, am I the tough guns a-blazing? Or do I have to play it more like, hey, look, no sotros, hey, all the college students... Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, they, they go low because they're the bad. They're bad. They like guns. They're getting all their money funded by the NRA. And it's all, you know, it's all lobbyists and people in D.C. And they're not hearing to the community and not hearing to what you guys want. And we have to keep Texans safe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to watch it. Is there anything else that you're trying to watch more of in 2023? Do you want to watch more docs? Do you want to do more uh, more cultural homework? I kind of want to do that myself. Like, I want to. I don't think I watched enough stuff because so much of the stuff that was coming out, especially towards the end of last year with the elections or whatever, was all wokey stuff. All the stories were about woke cartoons and woke series and woke with this and that. So I didn't even watch Black Panther yet. Honestly, I, I kind of still want to watch that. Uh, yeah, I ain't really had no desire to be honest. Yeah, there's nothing I wanted to watch, but I feel like now it's kind of like a duty to like, what's the culture doing? Mm, okay. Oh, you just want to see because it's Marvel, big dog. You ain't got to lie. <laughs> no, I didn't even mean that. I just you ain't got to lie. Yeah, you're right. You, oh. know how, you know how to separate the art from the politics. I do. But speaking of Marvel, Marvel, Jeremy, you see Jeremy Renner, he got, uh, he had some freak, so the guy that plays Hawkeye, okay. he, um, still. okay, wow, well, Jeremy know. Renner? No? All I right. don't know who the fuck, who is Jeremy Renner? I'll pull up a picture. He was in a, uh, a snow plowing accident. He had to get life flighted. He was in some freak accident yesterday, or day before yesterday. Oh, man. I do not know who that is. I'll show you. And it wasn't just Marvel, son of a bee. It's just, uh, you know, <laughs> things in general. Um, you know Jimmy Renner? Uh, what else has this guy done? Well, they're all right here. Uh, this is, this got to be a psyop, because I ain't never seen this dude in my life. Are you serious? And he's supposed to be somebody. Oh, he's been in a lot of shit, though. The is that the town? Uh-huh. Oh shit! This motherfucker was in the town. Okay, you don't know. Do you know Jeremy Renner? No, Ramirez? I do not. Wow, no, bro. Mm-mm. Okay, see, Robbie knowing all the names of all the actors. I mean, yeah, ironically, I do, huh? Hus- I mean, American Hustle. He's in SWAT. SWAT was good. It's decent. All the Marvel movies, obviously. Boy, I hear a buzz. Is that just my headphones? No, nah, it's just cable, oh. but it's it's vague. It's in and out. Okay. Uh, oh, he was in Founder, too. Man, t- speaking of McDonald's, if you haven't seen Founder, y'all got to go watch Founder. Yeah, The Founder. Yeah, The, fa- mm-hmm. the Founder, the McDonald's story, the bio. Michael Keaton, a real motherfucking Hollywood movie star. Yes. Michael Keaton yes. is from that cloth. Uh, what cloth is he's, that? He's cut from the Hollywood. Back when motherfuckers was really stars, my G. That's true. Dude, are stars, st- that's a great question, dude. Are stars still the same stars from the Michael Keaton days? I think a lot has changed. Social media, um, the pandemic. These motherfuckers had to start looking goofy and human, and they didn't know what to do. <laughs> they were like, they had to start oh. dancing on TikTok. Yeah, Will Smith was like, I guess I'm going to just fucking be on TikTok now. It's like, Will Smith, you were saving the world at one point, sir. You were an I you're am here, legend. You're over here doing some cucky shit. Whoa. Motherfucking uh, August Alcina. Pobrecito. They over there in the basement and shit talking about, it's movie night. Talking about movie night. Don't be coming down here. We're in an entanglement. They, they was entangled up under that blanket. <laughs> you know that someone else had to have been there. You know, that there's more to that story that we never got. All I know is Will Smith used to be cut from that cloth. What happens? 
Is it just um, too much money, bad decisions, bad people I around you? The, I think the way movie stars are perceived in America has... Oh, totally. And, and if you've been around for decades, it's like you haven't... Bro, Will been running it since like 89 with like his music. <laughs> Damn. His music was huge. That's right. This motherfucker was Ice Ice Baby before Ice Ice Baby. What was a... What, did he have a hit from like He that? had hits. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna Google Will hits. Will is <laughs> dude? It, it filled in Will with Chris Jada. Rock. No, it with uh, Chris Rock was the first thing that popped up. Oh, that's fucked up. Hit songs. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you had that one S and Google like, he hey, had, he had Buku hits, and then he came back with that. Oh, get, get jiggy with it. Yeah, that was later. That was '97. I'm talking about back up when he was a teenager, bro. Getting getting shmoney. Um. I mean, pulling up to class in a BMW. Bro. I was like, Wild Wild West? That was 90. That was even yeah. way after that. By then, he was already a veterano, bro. Like, I was sweeping up cop- popcorn at uh, the movie theater, AMC. What? Yeah, I was at AMC. I was an usher. Summertime? Okay, now you get warmer. Yeah, that's 91. Boy, that mo- he had shit before that. Parents just don't understand. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's well, he was telling the story, you know. Boom, shake the room. Oh, no, that's probably later. Yeah, I mean, there weren't that many before the 90s. I, but, I mean... Bro, he was... All right. I see one. All right, ready? When you, it's apples and oranges. When you look at 1989, all you had was... First of all, MTV was different. Yeah. Uh, then you had a show called Yo! MTV Raps. Hip-hop, how old was hip-hop? Hip-hop was only a few years old at that point. So it was kind of still like, do we let these motherfuckers on TV or mm-hmm. not? He he changed the game. He revolutionized it because his shit was like poppy, kid friendly, mainstream. Mm-hmm. It was like considered corny to people that would listen to fucking Big Daddy Kane and shit. So there, that shit was bubblegum. That shit was like he was Lil Nas X before Lil Nas X. Girls ain't nothing but trouble. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. That was huge. You you probably weren't born. I wasn't. I was that was eighty eight. I was born eighty nine. That was huge. It was huge. It was huge. It's huge. It is crazy how long this guy's been around. Movies, songs, and, and so now, shows. so now you a movie, you a superstar for decades. So you go from like, hey man, they don't even make Fourth of July blockbuster summer bangers like that no more. Like Independence Day and Men in Black, bro. You, you Dude, how much Men money this motherfucker was a part of so many franchises? No, I'm his way. Uh. Bad Boys, man? Oh, dude. Franchises. Bad Boys 1. This motherfucker was Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart. Damn. That's big. Those are big words. Combine all those things. Lil Nas X. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because he had like a poppy, catchy. Okay. Obviously, he had more than one hit. But my point, Rob, is basically like he was humongous even when he first stepped on the scene. Yeah. Because rap was a new thing and he was bringing a whole new flavor in this new thing that hadn't been done yet. He's like telling stories, and that's why when he did the jingle to the to the sitcom, bro, you went from making songs in high school like Soldier Boy, basically. You he was Soldier Boy before Soldier Boy, and Summertime is one of the best motherfucking songs ever, goddamn made. And I stand by that. And Soy Riso ain't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they fucking roast you, jingle about this in the Discord all the time. I forgot you ever even said I that. I still stand by my statement. I'll stand by. Well, you know what I heard was phenomenal, but I didn't have any. We we grilled some over the weekend for New Year's Eve. Um, I I just came Grew up. What? I came up with a word. I coined it. Uh, soiners. There's soy wieners. The soy hot dogs. And our one of our friends is a diehard fucking vegan, and it's oh, the only meat and you she gotta eats. grill that. Well, I mean, it's like a hot. It's a hot dog, but we we smoked everything else, so we smoked hers first, so it wasn't in the pit with all the other beef meat kind of shit. Yeah, no, that's that's the way I look at it. When I hear, not only you have something that's synthetic. Don't get me wrong. A regular hot dog is processed like a motherfucker. It's tasty as fuck. But so I don't know what all do they add to, like what kind of fake food glue they add. So I just picture burning plastic, burning toxins. (laughs) All right, all right. So a soy boy. Oh my god, they're actually called soy boys. (laughs) (laughs) That's super. Why are you gay? (laughs) Why are you gay? 
Why uh, are you gay? Why are you gay? Why are you gay? So in and a it's G E H. Why are you gay? <laughs> so in a so organic tofu, filtered water, organic ground ground soybeans, calcium chloride, um, or calcium sulfate, a coagulant, topio- mm. tapioca flour, isolated soy protein, yeast extract, soybean, onion powder, garlic, herbs, spices, evaporated cane sh- uh, juice. Okay, it don't sound too bad. Yeah. So. Anyway, my mind went to you're better off eating them hoes raw than letting the chemical in there singe. Oh, okay. I see your That's how from. I peeped it. Like, bro. I didn't even think about that, honestly. Like, you, you, What's you basically, you're doing, you're, hold on real quick. It's almost the way I saw it was like, now you're doing a chemical reaction. Mm. You've created something else now. Like, they don't have that. Whatever you just created, they don't have to put on the package. Because it technically wasn't there until you've added flame to it. But anyway. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's mostly, I guess, like tofu, yeah, right? Yeah, like, you ever, you ever like tofu? Do you like tofu? Dog. I can't remember what restaurant this was, bro. This obviously was a long time ago because I didn't know the dangers of soy. I was still in the mindset of vegetables from time to time instead of meat won't do you. That's probably... will lower your test. Like, give your, give your, give your digestion system. Because I was, I was biased and persuaded into thinking that Meat was hard to break down, and yeah. you got to have your vegetables or whatever. However, I'm going to stand by this statement, too. I can't remember what, like, sushi, Asian little restaurant thing I was at once upon a time. And they brought that little tofu. Uh, it was like an appetizer. It was like a little, I don't know how they how they made it or what, but just picture, like, a. Uh, it looked like a block of uh, Philadelphia cream cheese. Mm. It looked like that. Now... The sauce? Because tofu don't really got much flavor. It's like some spongy bullshit. But when you get the sauce right, they put like some holy shit. You know like them desserts where it's like that uh, cheese with a little pepper jelly and people eat them with crackers? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did that too. Okay, that shit. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that without all the cheese. So you're getting the sauce with like this um, light spongy bullshit yeah it's not creamy right it is spongy it's uh, it's, uh, sponge may not be the best um almost like if you made a quiche you ever fuck with quiche you probably don't like quiche this motherfucker don't (laughs) bro i'll be trying with rob yeah i I really be trying you put it in front of me i'll try it i'm just telling you the last time i had something like i know i don't like quiche like it's like you tried quiche yeah mm, i think so i think so some of y'all got kids and you know they Mika, you haven't even tried it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm like my eight-year-old. I no, think my eight-year-old has a better palate than I do. No, seriously. Like, have you ever tried quiche? I don't think I have. Can I explain what quiche is kind is of Is it like, like a pot pie? Yes. Okay, then Similar yes, I have. Similar to a pie, but it has egg in it. Right, right, right. And sometimes, at Le, Le, how you say that? Le Madeleine. That shit, Le Madeleine. They got some good stuff. Le Madeleine. Le Madeleine. Le Madeleine. Le Madeleine. Le Madeleine. Con los croissants? Le, cro- le croissant. Croissant. Un, un croissant. No, le croix. Le croissant. Garçon, un croissant, s'il vous plaît. Okay, si. Por no, je ne regrette rien. Give me a biscuit, motherfucker. Okay. That's all the French I know, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, je m'appelle. <laughs> je m'appelle Pierre. Je suis au Mexique. You gotta translate. What does that mean? Uh, my name is Pete. I'm from, I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Je m'appelle. That's, my name is. Je m'appelle... Je m'appelle... Roberto. Roberto. All right. What the fuck are we talking about, bro? You're talking, you're still talking about the fucking the quiches and Okay, the- quiche. All right, Le Madeleine. All right. Le Madeleine, they got like a spinach quiche. I think I don't know if it has a little bit of cheese on it, but they bake them hoes. The crust is nice and flaky like a baklava. Ooh. It's like a baklava. Then obviously the crust around, like the pizza crust, mm-hmm. it's got like a pie type crust. Uh, picture like a little omelet type of consistency, but it's baked mm-hmm. egg with a little bit of cheese. Now you get that crust on top. And um, it's, it's a savory, it's a savory protein rich Fun way to, you know, I mean, to eat egg, spinach. <laughs> fun way. Yeah, because it's like you're getting pie. It's almost like you're eating pie, but you're eating lunch. So you're getting full, but it ain't sweet. I do like pie in general. Keep an open mind, dog. They I, got they got some with ham, ham and cheese. Get you a regular. You like eggs? Of course. Okay, so you're safe. It's just pie crust. Get you one with like some little ham. Um, maybe your wife could whip something. Or I'm you sure could whip she could. It. You could buy you. I don't know how to make quiche, but. 
I'm assuming you could probably buy a little dope little um, pie crust. Yeah. Whip you up some egg if you want to throw some ham and cheese in that bitch, little bacon, bacon bits in that hoe. She does make a fire. What she says is a fire ass pot pie, but I, what's in it typically doesn't like pique my interest. So I'll just eat something else. So what what is in it? I don't what know. It just looks carrots like carrots and yeah, chicken. It's, yeah, it's a, oh it's, yeah, carrots and chicken's fine. But then there's like peas and some other shit in there that peas I typically don't care I like for. Peas. I don't like peas. You ever have them with butter? No. Mm. You just get a bowl of peas and put butter in it? No, not like that. It'd be like um, like you know, in a pan. Like if you wanted to make a side dish, you could season them holes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you got some good. Like the the kind that really um just fresh fresh and crispy. I don't know have you have you had peas in a while. Uh, you can have you ever up. had peas? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah, I've had peas. Okay, I don't care for them. I, I fuck with them if they're if they're good if they're fresh and you know somebody made them with love. They season them holes. You got some good butter in that bitch. Ooh, dude, the Chingo menu. We need to make like a PDF, like a downloadable like Chingo's favorite recipes. Oh, you want to hear some of my cheat meals? I mean, no, not cheat meals. Uh, repeat meals. Repeat meals. What's that mean? Um, th- this is what I want to say. <clears throat> to your credit, sir. I posted on a Discord a clip of a jujitsu athlete out of Decatur, Alabama. She trains at 10th Planet. I think her name is Kara J. I, oh, f- yeah. I forget her name. Is that her name? I think so, yeah. I've seen the videos of her. Well, she's a badass. We should have her on one of these shows. Totally. Um, anyway, so she said, I have the palate of a 12-year-old. It's very unadventurous. It's very simple. It's, it's the same. There's a select. She's like, I don't like seafood. She's just saying these things. But she's a, she's, a, she's a trainer as well and maybe a nutritionist. And then she goes, I cut it, right? I'm like the media. I edited the part where she justifies why variety could be a, a pitfall mm. for people. But anyway, I just was roasting Rob. I was like, this <laughs> reminded me of, of Rob. Because <laughs> she's like, I'm not adventurous. I don't. I have a simple palate. So she basically said, like, <clears throat> if you're trying to, like, follow some kind of system and menu, like, don't add too many variables. It starts to be cumbersome and it just throws you off and there's too many variables. Yeah. Shit gets tricky. And um, so a good little snack is get you, a, a, like, a little H-E-B pack of yogurt or Chobani, like the individual. Throw some, um, scoop that into a bowl. And then get you some like protein powder that already you like and agrees with you. Bam! Throw a scoop in that bitch if it agrees with you. Mix that bitch up. Mm. Now it's like a mousse. You might want to add a little splash of milk, but just be careful because you don't want the shit too soupy. You know what's you know? better than milk? Adding a scoop of like cocoa whip. Coke. What is that? Like Cool Whip, but the cocoa, the coconut milk one. Why are you gay? Because <laughs> I don't like dairy that much. Uh, why not? Uh. I don't know. Just, if I eat too much dairy, I don't know about you. Like Trust you can me. feel the like my knees getting flamed, oh, my elbows getting oh, flamed. Yeah, no, no. You just feel no. like it's not. You don't feel optimal. Mm, you know. You know what? I, I should probably make twenty twenty three the year. You know what I mean? I finally just. But I, and but, I don't mean cut it out. But even with lactose free milk, I don't really like milk in general. To tell you the truth, mm, not a really big milk drinker. There are some good milks out there. Well, if it's filled with sugar, yeah, I'll I'll drink your Mootopia. There's some good milk. There, there's some good milks out there. <laughs> I'm sure there are. I, uh, I mean, the kids love milk. We just don't. I mean, honestly, like cat that that brand Calif Calif Farms, they have a good like coconut milk and almond milk. We talking about dairy, my G. You I know, over there. You I over know. there with the why are you gay? <laughs> uh, you over there with love is love. Um, <laughs> I used to get this um, goat's milk powder, like goat protein. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I've never had it. Of all the different oh, p- proteins, I've never had it. Goat. Oh my lord, have mercy! Goat cheese, yes. Um, hey man, the goats know what they're doing when it comes to milk, bro. Yeah. Anyway, so one of the snacks is uh, yogurt. Oh, add that, add that. Like cool, <clears throat> either Cool Whip or Cocoa Whip, whatever the fuck. But it makes that makes it really moose like. I think your your way is way better. I just I'm new to the adding protein powder to the. I'm like two days deep into yeah. that game. So anyway, that's a good little go to snack. Um. You want to hear to that same one? If you want to, let's just say you're counting macros and calories and you don't have, because some protein powders are like 150 calories, even though it's a lot of protein, let's just say you just want a light snack. Use um, sugar-free pudding mix instead. Like literally Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm, seven to mm -hmm. 10 grams of the pudding mix Mm -hmm. in with your yogurt and in with a scoop of Cocoa Whip or Cool Whip. Whip that up. That's how you know Rob been around drugs before. (laughs) Put you by a little, little, uh, little, about 10 grams. Don't need a lot. A little pinch. Don't need a whole lot. 
Anyway, yeah, yeah, we could we could cover more about food. I love you know I love talking. About you food. do love food. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go on today's first episode of 2023, which by the way, how was your New Year's? We didn't talk about it at all. Um, we went to visit um my wife's grandma and family. Some people in my family had uh the flu, Ooh. disguised as Rona. Mm. They saying it's Rona, but you know we don't know. We had the same thing on our side. PCR tests and shit. We got to. I say got to. We <clears> were. <throat> We didn't get to spend time with half of uh, her family, honestly, because they all got sick. Mm-hmm. They all had flu-like symptoms and, and whatnot. And one, now one has like a upper respiratory infection. But hey, I probably had that bullshit last week. Yeah, or the last two I weeks. Mean, I mean, it guess. was like a good week of that bullshit. And then my toe—I told you I fucked up my toe coming down the stairs, bro. You and didn't tell us on the podcast. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, but you fell and you busted it's, your toe. It was a little bruise, but right now it still feels jammed. So last night I went to MMA class, and in the warm-up you got to do lunges. Mm. No bueno. Oof. I was having That's going to take forever. I was having to cheat the yeah. lunge so that my foot would land like not, it couldn't be uh, toes on the mat. It had to be like the top side of my foot on the yeah. mat. Yeah. You uh, should have just done all one leg. Get a super little strong ass right leg. Yeah. But uh, so the Tate brothers, you hear about this story? Yes. Did you, have you, did you make any conclusions of it? Do you know anything about it? Anything out of the ordinary? Well, here's what's trippy. Uh, I was in uh, my fourteen year old was in the car and I forget where we were going and she's like, I think we we're talking about the Netflix Wednesday, and she was like, yeah, they filmed it in Romania and then she was like, Dad, what do you know about Romania? I was like, um, I, I think it's like Eastern European and I was like, I don't know if they had like a civil war or some shit at one point because people had to refugee and scatter. I, I was like, I, I don't know too much. Um, anyway, she googled the shit. What's the first thing to pop up? Andrew Tate sexual Andrew Tate trafficking. Sex trafficking, child, this, endangerment, that, human trafficking, arrested. And then I had to explain to her, I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, baby, look. Um, I know that's not what you were looking for when you wanted to know something about Romania. But basically, they're after this dude. Yeah, they And are. they're doing fake news on him. And he basically got swatted. Police showed up when they realized... Nobody was being held against their will. Nobody, there was nothing in danger. Now they're witnesses to the swatting. Now they got to get taken into the station to uh, fill out a report for 40 minutes. And then everybody goes on about their day. And I explained to her how swatting could be a way to weaponize the police against somebody you don't like. Oh, yeah. So basically, like, um, they get your address. It's like ordering a pizza to someone's house. You get, they get somebody's address. And then they're like, hey... These motherfuckers got guns and shit, and I think they shot somebody. Go get them. Now they show up at your house. You're in your drawers, three in the morning. Now you got your gat. You know what I'm talking about? You pull your switchy out. Yep. With the blicky out. And um, tell your hitters, yeah, tell your hitters to stand back, stand by. And now the SWAT team looking at you like, oh, motherfucker do got a gun. He do got people in the bathtub mm-hmm. and in the basement and everything else. Some Who, who got a hammer? And um, it's Pelosi there. You know, where's Nancy? It's Paul Pelosi there, waiting. His next thing you know, yeah. Next thing you know, you get shot, trying to figure out who the fuck is in your yard. Yep, anyway. that happened in Austin. That just happened in Austin like a month ago. <clears throat> to who? To someone, some citizen. Somebody call uh, a neighbor. And he got shot. Yep, cops. It's totally innocent man gunned down by the Austin PD because they saw him with a gun. He thought he was under the impression somebody had broken into his house or there was somebody on his property. Neighbor had called, heard something, you know. So I don't know exactly what fault the neighbor had in this, if it was purposeful or, or if it was an actual situation. Austin Pity, show up, put your hands up. I, as the story went, they didn't give him too much time to do anything, I guess. They just shot him. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. But, so there's a story. So also, apparently, like, uh, Romania, the Romanian government has been under scrutiny by the U.S. government to, like, kind of get Tate under control, right? That's what some Reddit... What is he doing? He's uh, doing it podcast interviews. Well, he's loud. He's very... Uh, can- he's, he's cancelable, I guess, right now. Or semi-cancelable. And he's running his mouth. He's talking I mean, about all kinds of why shit. Why is he such a threat to where they're giving him the Mike Lindell treatment, Alex Jones, Donald Trump? I guess there's Elon a level, Westry. dude. If you get a certain level of attention, it's just kind of a surprise to me. And maybe because Rogan <laughs> is very, like fence setter ish on some things but even though he went hard on covid with some of his guests but he doesn't really like rogan doesn't go outside of the beaten path too much like he speaks his mind and he has guests on that like dr malone or whoever but for the most part he's not doing andrew tate style he's not you know saying some pretty like straight So what is tate saying that would require governments to have a meeting about you 
well, for starters, he's flaunting around five Bugattis and all this money. And other than like his online courses and potential like cam girl business that he might have, like we don't really, I don't really know what he does. Honestly, I haven't done a whole lot of research into it, but I can't point to a business that he runs. So the U.S. government is worried about cam girl businesses. Or any other online businesses he might have. I don't know. I honestly don't know. He was on Barstool's pot. So, you know, he was on Barstool with Dave Portnoy a couple of months back. And Portnoy asked him, like, what's your net worth? And he's like, ah, oh, it's a hard question to answer. He's like, if you had to go liquid tomorrow, like, what would you, you know, he goes, and he goes on this, like, two-minute rant. It's not a short answer, but he's like, it's everything's attached to my brand, right? Long story short, he's like, probably three, three fifty million. They're like, oh, shit. Like, that's fuck you money, right? So he's got fuck you money, right? And he's talking like he's got fuck you money. And powerful people don't like that. They don't like That's people. That's what you think. That I mean, he's talking. You think he's because he's got Bugattis. He's got no, 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 un Bugatti, un beautiful. Okay, so, so, he, so he's a three hundred fifty millionaire allegedly, and he's got some fancy shit. But he's got, the and influence. That's why the, the governments are having phone calls about this dude. He's got influence, not only influence, but influence on young males. And you're who wants more influence on young males than your government? You're getting warmer. Keep Dude, going. I'm just, that's just, I'm, that's you, as far you as cutting into the quiche now. Yeah. I don't want my name to be on more than one list. It's already on a couple, right? Okay. See you know what I'm saying? But I mean, what do you think? Honestly, I'm asking cutting questions. Into the, I'm, I'm really trying to figure it out. I'm really trying to, like, I'm really, cause like yourself, I'm not an expert on this dude. Yeah. He, he was just on my radar all of a sudden. And it's like, whoa, goddamn, dude is everywhere. But it's like, y'all doing all this and like, he's not the only person. I don't know. You know what's even crazier is that he kind of popped after doing your mom's house. Oh, that's when he... Had, oh, really? Okay. Like a year ago. Probably a year, year and a half ago. Tom and Christina had him on. I don't even remember why they had him on, but that was when I first heard the name. And then less than a year later, he's everywhere. But I think, I think this has happened to him before, so I'm going to pull up a reel or a short uh, that's, I'm guessing, from an earlier story because he talked about this on some podcast where he's going to be under attack, right? Have you heard him talk about his three lives? Three lives? Yeah. He goes, you got, yeah, he goes, everybody has three lives. One is you get canceled. I've already been canceled. The second one is they're going to try to arrest you over some fraudulent charges. The third one is just going to kill you. I'm down to two lives. And that was before this happened. So he, he's kind of, it's weird too that like he's kind of called it. Some people were like, he's calling it because he knows he's guilty of, of some crimes or whatever. Like, all right, maybe. Or he's just kind of like predicting what's the likelihood that I'll get swatted or doxxed. Yeah. Right? It doesn't mean he's Nostradamus. Party at my house. And her boyfriend saw her Instagram stories and said, oh my God, you're at the Tate Brothers house in Romania. This was some American chick. And she went, uh, uh, I didn't want to come to this party. They made me come here and I'm not allowed to leave. So her boyfriend is obviously one of these believe all females. Oh my God, my girlfriend. For a second, she wasn't even hot. She wasn't even hot. He calls the fucking police and says, my girlfriend's being held against her will by the Tate Brothers. The police call the American embassy. And the next day, please come to our house they search our house they find no drugs they find no women they find no people there's nothing illegal in the house we're sitting there at the police station the prosecutor says yes we searched your house i'm like all right good what'd you find well nothing but the report said that you were holding people hostage i said bro there was no one at my house he goes yes i know but we checked the cctv i said oh, what did you find the girl who made the complaints was outside the gates taking pizza delivery and coming back inside ha 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 so i'm sitting there laughing the police are laughing the prosecutor is laughing and then i went home a girl. Okay. Are they um, American citizens? <clears throat> I don't think so. Why does Romania need to call the American embassy for... They might have dual citizenship then, if you come to think of it. I don't know. Maybe they have business dealings in the United States, but also then what power does the U.S. government have for somebody that's not a citizen running a business or doing business in the U.S.? What are the chances that they're really <clears throat> big online? They, um, what they just said, like, you know, this sounded super believable. Uh, some dumbass broad. First of all, don't be having dumbass broads at your house. Yeah, number not, one. And tons of them either. Uh, like Especially. All right, so now you got random hoes at your house. You over there trying to be Hugh Hef. <laughs> and then, and then she does that goofy shit. Cause she got a boyfriend. He's jealous. Right. He's feeling some type of way. Now the cops are there, and because they are big on the internet, now this story just is like if they weren't such public figures. Mm-hmm. This would have been a, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, sir, you know, we're, my bad, we're the cops, but hey, we got this call. Yeah. Okay? So in other words, what I'm saying is, are they really, is it A, they're just really famous, and this story that was like a misunderstanding got even bigger, and then you put that spooky music behind it, and now they're fucking enemies of the state, 
They know too much. Are they Mossad? Was there, were they groomed by the CIA from the time they were youth? You know what I'm saying? Like, are these motherfuckers Q? I think his dad, their dad. I think his dad is Q. Their no. dad worked for the CIA. Okay. Um, so now you got the kids of the CIA that know too much. And they're really good at the internet. And there was a misunderstanding from some, some broad they had at their house. And now it's a really cool, spooky reel. But what does it mean? What does it all mean, Basil? You know? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it, I've always, I know you two, you've said like things like the Matrix and, you know, this, that, and the other, red pill, blue pill. But these guys, I mean, they're loud with their Matrix talk. And it's not like completely inaccurate because you can <clears> see it <throat> unfold as they talk about it. Well, you know what? I haven't followed a lot of their Matrix talk. Like, okay. what do they say Matrix talk? Uh, just about like how to break through to the, like how to break the Matrix, right? A lot of this goes out to young men, right? Young guys. You're, you're just people in general. Like, you hate what you do. You know, like, you call it like, he, he, they have all these phrases that they talk, especially Andrew, where it's like, you're tired of being a brokey, you know, like do shit outside of brokey lifestyle, right? Like break the fucking Matrix, that kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. almost like Jordan Peterson in a more like abrasive way. In a more like vulgar way. Yeah. Make your fucking bed, bitch. Exactly. But Clean they, your room, ho. Yeah. Stop being a wuss. Clean your fucking room. Make your bed, bro. Do your push ups. Yeah. Stop being a puss. You yeah. brokey. You know, yeah. you want a Bugatti? You want a Bugatti? You learn want five to, Bugattis? Learn, learn how to fight. Yeah. Basically, I mean, yeah, you got to think of it. They're fighters. They're fucking I mean, good at the it, internet. It sound like Chingo Bling. <laughs> I mean, five star athlete, two strike. I mean, apples and oranges, or is it apples and apples? I mean, they're fruit. They can still be compared, as little Dickie said. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm just saying. I might be the H-Town Andrew Tate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Learn how to fight. Jingle Tate. Get you a CRV. You know what I'm saying? Get CRV. You a, <laughs> get, you a, <laughs> get you a nice Honda. You know what I'm saying? Wrap the Honda. In Bugatti you know colors. Stop, stop being a little broad. Get you know what I'm talking about? Pull up Big Body Tahoe. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Eating the bison. Stop being a brokey. Stop being a brokey. Motherfucker, lead a skin on the fucking chicken. Eat the good biscuits. Stop falling for the fake news. All right. You want some soy boys, some, some soiners, and some soy riso? You know, you got to outgrow that. You got to, once you peep game, no more, ain't no more soy risos. We need to wrap the CRV in the color of his Bugatti <clears throat> and do a video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how funny that Mi Bugatti color pitufo. <laughs> Canelo got a Bugatti. And, yeah. he, and he had to do the internet. Yeah, he's only got one, though. Tate's got like five. True. So... Yeah. Isn't it funny? Greatest boxer, greatest Mexican boxer probably to ever live. This fucking coming of the internet. Shit. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm, it might be comedy, might be podcasting, but hey, I'm going to be like, psh, psh, gonna, psh, cinnamon bling. He got a Bugatti too. <laughs> Ganel ain't the only one with a motherfucking Bugatti. Oh, shit. Might as well have had a her apparel. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What we going? What we rapping? The G-Wagon. What, her, what, her wagon. These are all the pinks they got. What, what? Pick a pink. Pick a pink. Any pink crazy world man yeah. i think we're gonna find a lot more about this because they're still so the reason i think that this video is a little bit old because I, I think this has happened to them before this time in romania they can detain you for however fucking long they want up to 100 days well shit move the fuck out of romania they have but they have like a complex there they have like a compound there from what i i read and the judge i think could have kept him for 90 days or 100 days and so chose they, to keep him a month did they grow up in the uk i think i think these are all speculation uh-huh. on my part they base they basically the uh the Logan brothers mm. um with a little bit more motherfucking self actualization like more uh, master class like yeah. fellas this how you, you know what I'm saying this is how you pull holes yeah as a matter of fact now that you say that there's a guy Coffeezilla that does a lot of videos on some of these scammer type people and he just he's been doing one on Logan Paul and he does have like a online you know class whatever master class Logan for, Paul does? yeah yeah yeah. I don't know exactly what it's about. I don't know if it's making money, making YouTube videos. I don't know. But, you know, it's a little bit on the scummy So, I mean, side. basically, they're like, either we could be the Paul brothers in America, or we can go to this Romania, where I'm sure the dollar goes way further, and factor in how much corruption <clears throat> is probably in this country. Factor in, like, the fact that if you're in a corrupt country, and you're worth millions of dollars, you're going to get fucked with. Regardless of how good you are at reaching the young males, and it's, they don't want him saying this shit to the young males, and that's really why they, they target it. <clears throat> Just real quick before we go, according to Wikipedia, which is the most trustworthy site on the internet, sati- yeah. statistics according to Transparency International's Annual Corruption Perceptions Index, that's a mouthful, as of 2021, Romania is ranked the 66th least corrupt country in the index. The corruption... Uh, 
Perceptions, index scores 180, 180 countries on a scale of zero, highly corrupt to 100, highly clean, and then clean. Okay, so semi-clean, 66th. Well, do they have oligarchs? I don't know what their government structure is. Would Wikipedia admit that there's probably some oligarchs? Like five, you know, just a handful of motherfuckers that just control everything. The way Ukraine is. The way Russia, Russia has a lot of, it's like an oligarchy, damn near. So they, in 2014, they undertook a significant anti-corruption effort that included the investigation and prosecution of medium and high-level political, judicial, and administrative officials by the National Anti-Corruption Decorate, uh, the National Anti-Corruption. You know know what that sounds like to me? What? Corruption. Yeah, it does, right? It's super. You're going that hard on corruption all of a sudden? Yes, because when, um, when Xi Jinping took power and controlled the CCP, what charge did he do to all his political rivals? Corruption. He says, I'm cleaning up corruption. They're like, bro, you're fucking arresting everybody that's in your way of you being an emperor and taking all control. It's like, no, I'm, I'm doing an anti-corruption campaign. Uh, last note for me. Um, why am I skipping? Fucking, I'm, his name's escaping me. Guy that we always quote from, um, damn it, Chingo, you follow him. He's, he's on Bannon's all the time. Jack Pissot? Jack Pissot. Sorry, mm-hmm. Jack Pissot. Big fan. hear this? China Files. Bro. China Files on his podcast, uh, Human Events Daily. He did it over Christmas break. Uh, fascinating. Amazing. I think, I think that's where I got that from. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear the Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping stuff, but I heard the Mao stuff. He, he did like part one and two on Mao. Three. He did part three. Three parts. Did, I don't know how many parts it is. Go. It's, it's at least three. Listen to it. <clears throat> Just gives you a quick breakdown of like Chinese culture, history, eras yeah um just to break down the landscape of like what was the country like at that time you know how how much famine poverty was there you know which pre- which american president did a deal with them mm-hmm. and said well, hey man we'll start bringing some manufacturing y'all use that slave labor and then boom se pueden levantar uh you got any positive messages for the listeners Chingo? we did have our biggest month of the year in december so we saw 150 percent growth that's just being transparent with you guys on rpt so there's that uh we're gonna add another i think we're gonna add a tier to the patreon <clears throat> it's gonna be like a uh, like small business shout out where it's not a full minute read it's nothing like that it's just gonna be a quick so basically it'll be like 100 bucks a month boom but you might be like say if we did a segment I don't know if this is overpromising, but like, say we did a segment like the fucking, the No Mamas Award of the Day goes to, you know, Paul Pelosi. And that, you know, this, well, this segment, uh, today's um, uh, No Mamas Award is brought to you by Your Business Incorporated, LLC. Yeah. Uh, they're hooking you up with your plumbing. Yeah. Yada, yada. Or whatever it is. And Hit them up. Yeah. We got a creative <laughs> huddle to have anyway. So we got some, you know, stuff we want to work on for the, for the Patreon, for the podcast. Merch just, store. Merch. merch store. I believe we're going with Shop RPT. Or it might be uh, it might be multiple domains because it's gonna have somebody sold um, her lounge podcast mm-hmm. merch, some really cool hoodies or coffee mugs, all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. Coffee at the time stuff, and then anything else that Chingo does. We want to work on other projects too that are uh, you know a little bit more diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe another podcast, maybe a live stream. Um, sepa la madre. But uh, also, we're on Rockfin. We're a lot of places. So please leave comments. You know, subscribe. Hey, you know where they can find all of those links. Chingobling.com. Chingobling.com. Yep, yep, yep. Hit it up. The tour's coming soon. Yeah, we're going to be announcing tour dates and everything else. Sign up for the newsletter. (laughs) Todo, (laughs) wey. Chingobling.com. Se la lavan y se toman lava. Sas. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.